This episode of Topics is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code SHOWALTER at the checkout because a better web starts with your website. It's Topics, the podcast where two comedians discuss serious topics in a serious way. Although if something funny happens, that's okay too. I'm Michael Ian Black, joined as always by Michael Showalter. Hi, Michael. Hey, Mike. It's good to be here. It's always uh, a treat to really get our beaks wet in some of these topics, topics that I feel are underserved by uh, the lamestream media. Mm-hmm. You know, if if... If the lamestream media just paid more attention to some of these topics, we wouldn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Although I have to be honest, I'm glad they don't because I, I love spending this time with you. Well, obviously, they have their own agenda. Yeah. And uh, the good thing about this show is, is that we're here to tell the truth and we're not uh, financed by any sort of corporate interests or – Well, we are because we have sponsors. Well, yeah, but 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 they support our agenda, and our agenda is to tell the truth. Yeah, um, you know, sometimes I feel like some of these television networks—they're—they're they're in it, you know, really just to make money, and mm-hmm. and that's a shame mm-hmm. because the public airwaves could be such a unique uh, public trust where mm-hmm. if 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 it was just educational programming. I, I, I can't even imagine where the world would be today. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of Baywatch, it was Boolean algebra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just think okay. it would be better. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm totally, this is something, Michael, where we are, we really overlap. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, one of the great things about the show is that every once in a while, you and I will have a healthy disagreement. Um, we certainly don't, share all of the same ideologies and lifestyle choices and all of that kind of thing. But on this one issue, I can say that you and I strongly agree, which is that um, television is not taking advantage of, of its opportunities to educate, to teach, to enrich. Do you know the- what I heard somebody call it once? And I thought, I thought it was funny and, and very telling. The boob tube. That is, that is, that is funny because it's like a, it's like a breast that we just, we we just suck on. Yeah. We suckle at the teat of the electronic, uh, imagery that's radiating out from these flat screen plasma Mm -hmm. televisions. Um, Mm -hmm. but in another way, you have these giant, uh, you know, media conglomerates, you know, the, the, the sort of the, the Jewish, yes. Uh, you know, executive, you know, that are, that these sort of cabals of Jewish executives and. Yeah. And it's a shame, you know, um, but you know, another way to look at the boob tube though, is you flip it and you say, well, who's the boob, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the television. That's the boob. It's the viewer. Right. Who is being a boob. Right. By, by spending, you know, I read somewhere that people watch, uh, 18 hours of television a day. It's a lot of television. That's 
almost half of an entire day yes. spent watching television. Yes. But I mean, I think that the Jewish executives that are controlling what we see want that. They yes, want because us. They to want to sedate it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they don't want us looking too carefully at what they're doing. So they put on, uh, you know, as I mentioned, they uh, watch dynasty or all of these, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, uh, night rider, yes, this, yes. this, the love boat, yes. these, 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 these shows that are, that are not educating the audience at all. No. That are not. I'm not learning anything from watching the Love Boat. I'm learning that Gopher, you know, oh, Gopher said something funny. Right. But but you know, and there's a place for laughter. We have laughter absolutely here. Absolutely, there's a place here. for laughter. Um, I'm a huge fan of of the vaudeville stage. Yes. Um, well, there's some very good. Um, there's some very good comedies that come from across the pond. Mm-hmm, I find, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if I want my educational television, I'll tune into PBS. Mm-hmm. Um, and on a Saturday or a Sunday night, I enjoy spending a half an hour with Father Ted, hmm. or with, um, you know, uh, the, the the gang over at uh, the pub. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I have, I have a great laugh, but it's, 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 it's family friendly. Mm-hmm. And at the end of these, uh, these situation comedies from across the pond, I find I often learn something. Mm-hmm. Like what? Well, in the case of father Ted, I, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, he's always getting into scrapes, um, mm-hmm. with, uh, with the, with the people on his show. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, I really learned something, you know, about mm-hmm. how to get out of scrapes. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I, and I enjoy that so, so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then what I like to that's do, fun. that's funny. You know what I like to do? You what? know, we have study groups on this show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, very quickly. Uh, spe- speaking of which, let me just quickly say, Please. uh, 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 Yasso to the, uh, study group in Athens. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing great work. Um, thank you for the T-shirts, and um, you should be getting a package of from us uh, shortly um, with uh, uh, two mugs and a framed photograph. So, yes, yeah, so to the uh, study group in Athens. Um, and, and for all the study groups out there, the ones who we're in touch with and the ones who we're not in touch with, all of you are doing tremendous work just by existing mm-hmm. because you're covering, you know, on this, on this podcast, we try to cover 80% of any given topic and you are responsible for the other 20% in your work. And some of you are just taking that 20% and stretching it out and stretching it out and stretching it out until I feel like the knowledge that I'm receiving back, I've now become super saturated with that knowledge. It's 110%. It's 120%. And I'm just learning so much about what I'm teaching you. Yeah. And do, and do, do, to also for, for, uh, everyone out there who hasn't started a study group yet, um, you can, just start a study group at any time. Uh, all you need is, is yourself and a friend, and uh, you can go online and get some of our registration materials. Um, there is a our first ever topics study groups retreat um, is going to be coming up this summer, 
and uh, we're going to have a long weekend out at uh, uh, Camp Mason in uh, the Pine Barrens, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're obviously going to do mostly study groups, but all the study groups are going to give little presentations, and then we're also going to have some fun you know, we're going to play volleyball and we're going to have a campfire and it should be a lot of fun. And just for those of you who are worried, yes, there's, there's going to be vegan options. Um, that was, that was important to both of us that there, that there be vegan options. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're going to have a pretty cool, uh, performance. Also, um, we asked, uh, uh, the band, uh, the Blues Traveler, to come play a concert for us. And so we're actually going to have some live music on uh, the first night. It's worth saying that it won't be, it, it won't be by the Blues Traveler. They couldn't make it, but, would, but there is going to be some live music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said, they, they said that they were touring um, and that, that they couldn't do it. But uh, we have a really cool band uh, that we're going to book. We haven't figured out exactly who it is yet, but there's going to be live music and it's going to be good. So that's uh, Camp Mason. That's this summer. That's the uh, first ever topic study group retreat. Uh, it's in the Pine Barrens. And if you want to just go online, um, you can get a uh, registration materials at topics backslash five five URL dot Johnson. And then you just uh, fill in the materials. Um, and we are we're trying to keep it reasonably priced. So, you know, we, we, we really do encourage people to come. Mm-hmm. And incidentally, and, uh, part of the reason yeah. that we have the vegan uh, options is because it actually turns out to be less expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you can, you can, uh, you know, we're going to be doing a lot of tabbouleh. We're going to be doing a lot of uh, couscous, mm-hmm. um, just a lot of grains. And the grains are filling. They're tasty. And uh, you can feed a lot of people with. Well, you can, with well what, 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 what we're finding is that you can just you can buy them literally in sacks. You can buy mm-hmm. sacks of these mm-hmm. grains. Mm-hmm. I was pricing some bulgur uh, mm-hmm. and millet, and those sacks were I thought really reasonable. Um, they come in thirty or fifty pound mm-hmm. sacks, mm-hmm. and for the for the if you just go per pound, you really can't beat it. In terms, no. of, in terms of health and, as you said, filling and nutrition mm-hmm. and fiber, which is so important, especially out there in the pine barrens. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, in, in today's uh, culture, in terms of the kind of foods that we're eating and the kind of the nutrition that we're getting, it's so incredibly important for everybody to get as much fiber into their diet as possible. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to be having um, some delicious bulgur um, and uh, millet. M- millet. And it's just going to be a really good time. And and as I said, too, there's going to be volleyball and a campfire. And um, I think, Mike, you're going to do a little bit of stand-up comedy for us. Well, that Is was that- supposed to be a surprise. But, yes, I am going to be doing <laughs> some stand-up comedy. Um, Topics-related uh, stand-up comedy. Which I like to think all of my stand-up comedy is topics-related, but this time especially um, – but I, I, I'm going to be doing. I'm 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 going to be pre- be premiering a 15 minute chunk I've recently written about photosynthesis that I think is really going to uh, tickle some funny bones. Well, if it's if it's if it's anything like uh, that bit that you did, uh, well, bit I shouldn't say bit. It was much more than a bit. It was it was a whole long. You could almost call it a monologue, yes. a comedic. Uh, monologue that you did on uh, an entirely based on uh, 
the history of Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War, yes. and uh, you went into all sorts of interesting. Uh, you talked about Kentucky. And well, it was as, about- it was as much about Franklin Pierce as it was about Abraham Lincoln. And um, I'm not going to reprise it because I think a lot of the same people are going to be at this retreat as uh, we're at the workshop where I originally uh, premiered it. But if you are interested in seeing my piece about Franklin Pierce and Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln and Kentucky and the Civil War, uh, I am going to be announcing dates for that very, very soon. Mm-hmm. And 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 is that going to be an East Coast run, or are you going to be doing a East Coast West Coast? What's the what's your uh, mapping on that? I'm looking to do a series of outdoor amphitheater style venues in public parks across the country. Ooh, that sounds wonderful! Yes, and I'm doing it that way because I'm trying to mimic the uh, oratory style of. Pierce of oh, Lincoln, that's fantastic. Yes, who did not have uh, amplification in the same mm. way that we have it. Mm-hmm. So I'm finding that getting the permitting to do these kinds of shows isn't as easy as I had originally anticipated. Mm. Uh, not only because there's a, there's fees involved, um, there's uh, facilities that you need to provide for people mm. who may be attending, but also I'm finding a lot of these uh, national and state parks don't even have amphitheaters, which mm-hmm. came as a real surprise to me mm. um, because I maybe naively thought that one of the ingredients of a, of a, of a, of a first-rate, first-world state or national park would be an amphitheater, but, but mm-hmm. that does not seem to be the case. Mm. So that's mm. why the dates are a little bit TBD. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I'm having problems with my uh, uh, the house where I rent my wardrobe from due Mm -hmm. to uh, some clerical mishap. Uh, The last time I rented my Abraham Lincoln outfit, which was authentic to the period, uh, Mm -hmm. I did return it. They never received it or say they never received it. So we're having a little back and forth about that. Now, are you... Are, is, are you doing this tour through Live Nation again? Are you doing another? Li- are they booking no, for you? Or? No, they. Uh, we were definitely in talks with Live Nation, and I previewed the content for them. They decided that it didn't fit with what they were doing uh, in the comedy space, mm. and decided that it was a, it was a mutual parting of the mm-hmm, ways. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so I am currently looking for a promoter, mm-hmm. uh, ba 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 regardless, it will definitely happen. It's definitely going to be at amphitheaters all across the country. It's definitely going to be, uh, not only exciting, uh, and fun, but it's also going to be educational because I, again, I'm trying to pick up this slack from the television, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it, is it going to be as funny as father Ted? I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, although I don't think that's quite the goal. Mm. Well, I know I, for one, am going to be, uh, at every show front and center, um, laughing my fanny off mm-hmm. because I can't think of anything I would rather do on a on a summer night, then uh, grab a a cooler and get a six pack of uh, brewskis and. Uh, uh, well, we're not allowing uh, alcohol. That's one of the that's one of the things that the parks mm, really mm-hmm. really uh, insist mm-hmm, on. That if mm-hmm. we are going to do it, then no alcohol be served, and, mm-hmm. and they, they really don't want people bringing their own. If, mm. if okay. 
you know, and I don't, I, I don't want to encourage people to sneak it in or anything like that. But, right. Um, but I asked about rice cakes. I asked about fresh pressed juices. All of that is fine as long as you carry out what you carry. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, so forget about the, the brewskis. I would, you know, but grab a, grab, get a, get a blanket and get the family and bring them down to an outdoor amphitheater um, across the country and parks across the country and enjoy some really, really, really funny stand-up comedy uh, from uh, Michael Ian Black, who I just, I think you're just such a smart and I, I love your take on, uh, I think you have such an interesting take on the, the society that we live in today and and pop culture and just everything, you know, I, and, and your stuff about Franklin Pierce, I mean, for people who... Uh, who know it? I I I know I share. I mean, just y- you do an entire bit about um, him being a doe face, yes. um, uh, which which of course was the term uh, in in the nineteenth century for Northerners with Southern symphony symphony sym- sympathies. <laughs> my, my apologies, uh, a symphony of uh, sympathies. Yes. Um, and uh, the way that you're able to just string together so many punchlines where it feels – I'm literally thinking to myself, how do you come up with this stuff? You know, like how do you – where do you get these ideas to – for, you know, the dof- the way you were able to transition from him being a doughface to um, – the Kansas Nebraska Act, and then you you were talking about you know Jefferson Davis and Millard Fillmore, and it, it, the way that you were just tiptoeing from from idea to idea. How do you do that? Where do you come up with that? Hmm. It's a great question, and it's obviously one I get asked a lot. Um, all I can, the best way I can answer is the actual idea that I get for the jokes. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's divine inspiration. Uh huh. But the way I prepare myself to receive the divine inspiration is to do tons and tons and tons of research. Interesting. Interesting. And is that? A library? You're going to a yes. library? No, it's not just one. It's it's libraries. I'm, I'm uh-huh. going to An- Antietam. Uh, uh-huh. I'm going to Franklin Pierce's hometown. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to the Millard Fillmore Presidential Library. Uh-huh. I'm I'm, uh, I'm speaking with experts in the field. Um, it's a it's a it's a you know the, the any aspect of history. You have the historical, and, and, and obviously, we'll try to get. I should just say too, for those of you that are waiting for us to get to today's topic, we'll, we'll we will get there. Yes, um, but but you were saying, Mike, any aspect of history, you have the official historical record, mm-hmm. but underneath that official mm-hmm. historical mm-hmm. record, mm-hmm. what you find is a kind of free-floating swamp mm-hmm. of disparate facts, mm-hmm. opinions. Well, it's very epistemological, isn't yes. it? Yes. And my job is to kind of 
send a life preserver out mm-hmm. to those free-floating mm-hmm. facts mm-hmm. and have them grab a hold and reel them onto my That's so boat. Fascinating. Yes. And is this is is this something that you always done? Is yes. this something? Is this a, a pr- uh, practice that you developed over over time? It's a practice that was introduced to me by my great mentor. Uh, who is that? Uh, Dr. Gregory Amberson. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Uh, Dr. Amberson was a senior fellow at the... And did you say Gregory? Yes, Gregory Amberson. He was a senior fellow at the Connell Institute. And the Connell Institute, for those of you who don't know, was founded in 1833. It, uh, it, it, it's headquartered in Larchmont, New York. And it is a place for humanists and free thinkers to gather and do research on the topics of their choice. Gregory Emerson was a friend of my father. I was introduced to him as a young boy. I spent many weekends at the Connell Institute doing research on on subjects that interested me as a boy. What um, what was what and what this I don't know. This is this is an entire treasure trove of of information about you this, this did you not, not know about dr amberson and the Connell i didn't know about dr amberson i didn't know the Connell. so this is this is an in, this is incredible this avalanche of new information just tumbling down on my head what were some of these things as a young boy that you were interested in this is so fascinating well i mean as a young boy i was interested in young boy uh things i was interested archery and and, sure sure Uh, i was i was interested in uh, medieval sword play we 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 willie keeler i know that uh that's a from on a baseball in the terms of baseball you and i have spent many afternoons talking about the exploits of we willie keeler yes and and i'm sure we'll spend many more uh, because he's 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 one of the great undervalued baseball players of the uh, past century. Well, well, we Willie Keeler, of course, uh, the right fielder, yes, uh, the great from, right fielder, the great right fielder who played for the uh, Baltimore Orioles as well as the Brooklyn Super Boz and the New York Highlanders. Mm-hmm. And uh, ironically, he. Uh, uh, he was not so we. <laughs> he was actually uh, quite a big, uh, quite a big man. Uh, uh, was uh, v- most famous for his uh, for his uh, what he his advice to other writers, where he said, "Keep your eye clear and hit him where they ain't." Yes, which yes. Uh, is a mantra that I think is still used by the sluggers and the uh, batsmen of today to hit them where they ain't because yes. if you if you hit the hit the ball where they are well then you'll get out <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll make it out um, yes the great twirlers of the day certainly uh, heeded we will we we willie's advice and uh, and baseball's the better for it. So the Collins Institute was a place of free thinking and wide ranging interests. They have had and have um, a library unsurpassed, as far as I know, among private collections. And they have a kind of collective brain trust there 
that predated the internet and exceeds the internet in terms of its computational power even today. And so, and so, were you uh, were you working with microfiche or the yes. Dewey Des- the Dewey Decimal System? Yes, 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 all of the above. Uh, microfiche, the Dewey Decimal System, index cards, clippings, um, and 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 the most important research tool of all, which I'm going to impart to the listeners right now. Your brain. Close. My gut. The, your gut. My gut. Your, your gut. Your gut. <laughs> your gut. Just follow, you know, uh, hold a finger up to the wind and let it point you in a direction mm-hmm. and you will find things that you never expected to find. Mm-hmm. That's something Greg, Dr. Gregory Emerson would often say to me. And uh, his, his advice was always right in that regard. His, uh, he, he died a broken man. He mm-hmm. was a, a terrible alcoholic and... Mm-hmm. Um, Died fairly young in his late 50s, uh, was on his fourth marriage, had many illegitimate children, uh, and actually lived at the Collins Institute for the last, I would say, decade of his life because he was so indebted to his former wives and to his children. Um, But he never let his personal troubles get in the way of his professional triumphs. And although his isn't a name that we associate with uh, breakthroughs in literature and the humanities and the sciences, he made worthy and long-lasting contributions to all those fields, um, but his greatest contribution was in the inspiration that he imparted to others. Mm. Um, in well, that's, act- the, yes. that's the legacy of the teacher, isn't it? It uh, really is. To, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, no no uh, cash and prizes for the teacher other no. than the knowledge in their belly, the fire in their belly to know that they've inspired and uh, helped uh, young children such as yourself to grow and to expand your brain and to uh, be inspired by little boy things such as archery and baseball. Yes, and medieval swordplay. And um, so my job now, as I am a parent myself and a podcaster, is to, as they say in the great Bruce Willis film, The Sixth Sense, pay it forward. Mm-hmm. So that's what I continue to do. <laughs> and do it you and do it you do Squarespace the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website portfolio and online store for a free trial and 10% off visit squarespace.com and enter offer code showalter at checkout a better web starts with your website Michael I really like Squarespace uh, and I'll tell you why why Okay, so if you go on their website, they give you just a ton of different designs that you can pick for your own website. So, you know, if you've got, they they can reflect your personality. Like, I'm very, um, I'm studious and laconic, and Mm -hmm. they have many templates that are studious and laconic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're great, they're beautiful. it's very easy to use. I like how uh, for, you know, your studios and Laconic, I'm, I consider myself to be a little bit of a, of a Luddite yes. on, in terms of uh, my tech uh, skills. Um, but, but Squarespace is very user-friendly for people like me that, that don't understand how. Right. Well, I, can- I code in HTML, CSS, Ruby, yeah. Python, et cetera. So for me, it would be it's very cool easy because- for me. 
to just, uh, you know, whip up a website, but, n- but my designs wouldn't look nearly as good. Well, no. And, but, but for me, I like it because, because I can, I can do drag and drop yes. with the content, which is for me, it's very convenient. I can understand that, you know? Right. It, um, and, and if anything, um, does go wrong and this is oftentimes with me it does they have uh support staff and you can talk to them or email them 24 7 which is which is amazing uh it's also very reasonable eight dollars a month that's what the plans start at and that includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year so Mm -hmm. i signed up for www.cocacola.com and i got that domain name free for a year when i signed up Mm mm-hmm well, they've been excellent supporters of our show here at Topics, and uh, we really believe in uh, what they're doing. Yeah, Go sign up for your Squarespace website today and use the offer code SHOWWALTER. You won't regret it. Um, Michael, you know there's a lot of things in this life that I don't enjoy. Um, racism, for example. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I really don't enjoy is standing online at the post office. It, it is, for me, a kind of torment. It's stultifying. Oh, that was beautifully put. It's stultifying. Mm-hmm. And I've been looking for a way to put an end to that stultification. Can, can, I, can I give you a suggestion? Please. Um, stamps.com. Stamps.com. Now, they're a sponsor of ours, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know that they do something with stamps, and I know mm-hmm. I've talked about it. But well, I, sometimes I don't even hear myself when I'm speaking. So can you expand on that a little bit, what they do? Well, what they do is, is that you can print official U.S. postage for any letter or any package right from your computer and then just hand it to your mailman. You can so buy, I have you can to buy, wait. So you, I, I have to wait for my mailman to come? I have to stand outside. My God. My God. I like to inject a little humor into these spots, you know. Um, Um, No, you can, you can, no, this is, this, they they have, they have figured out a way to eliminate one of society's greatest drudgeries, which is going to the post office and waiting in line. But with, with stamps.com, you can buy the postage, you can print it on your printer and uh, you're good to go. You never have to go to the post office again. Now, you and I use stamps.com all the time when we send out our practicums. Mm-hmm. Um, we are right. forever sending out practicums to study groups all over the nation and indeed all over the world. And stamps.com just makes it so easy. No longer are we waiting in line uh, with bundles of practicums waiting to be shipped. And not only is it good for us, it's good for the other people at the post office because they're not you know, looking at us and going, oh, great, here come, here come the topics guys with their practicums again. This is huge, okay? If you go to stamps.com right now and use our very special, unique promo code TOPICS, you could get a no-risk trial, which includes a $110 bonus offer that includes a digital scale and up to $55 of free postage. Now, the digital scale, um, there's nothing in the digital scale that says this has to be used for postage. So just think about all the, all the money you'll save just in, in digital scale use. So don't wait, okay? Go to stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in topics. That's stamps.com. Enter topics. 
I know that uh, many of the letters that I receive uh, on the show are from fans of the show, listeners of the show, study groups, and uh, while they do appreciate uh, my points of view and and uh, my wealth of knowledge and many of them, many of them specifically talk about the incredible contributions of, of uh, yourself. And, and, and I think I echo that and it's why I feel so uh, lucky uh, that uh, I get to join you here on a weekly basis to talk about issues because you, you bring such uh, wit and uh, wisdom. Um, I don't always agree with you. No, uh, definitely not. But and I guess I guess what I'm learning today is that I have Dr. Amberson to thank for that. Well, I'm standing on the shoulders of giants, not only of Dr. Amberson, but everybody at the Collins Institute who nurtured in me. A you said life- it was the, before you called it the Connell Institute. Yes. Just just now, I thought you called it Collins Institute. I don't think so. I'm I'm very confident I called it the Connell Institute. Okay. Uh, I'm standing on the shoulders of giants, not only of Dr. Amberson, but of everybody at the Connell Institute in Larchmont. You said Larchmont. Larchmont. Uh, And if you ever get a chance, it's not open to the public, but I would recommend a drive by because uh, architecturally speaking, it's it's just a great example of mid-19th century Grecian Revival Interesting. architecture. Um, it's gr- it, yes. mid-19th century Grecian Revival. revival. Yes. Interesting. Nouveau Grecian. Uh, Interesting. It, it has wonderful pillars uh, and columns, both Doric and Ionic. Well, and- I know, I do know that uh, now that you're mentioning this, because I did take a architecture, a history of architecture class when I was in college, and... I do now remember that we studied Stavros Rishlos, yes, who was uh, the f- sort of the forebear of the Nouveau Griche uh, architectural movement, right. So Stav- you know about Stav- yes. Stavros Rishlos. Yes. So you know about the colonnades, and you know about uh, the proportions. Uh, you know about the trigonomet- trigon- trigonometric. Ratios that went into the Nouveau Griche. Well, and I and if I'm not mistaken, I mean the apse was a huge part of the of the Nouveau Griche. Well, not only the apse, but the nave. Mm-hmm. The apse, the nave, and I know that Stavros Rishlos, he took the Ionic and made it. Uh, uh, What's the word am I thinking of? Well, he contemporized it. He contemporized it. I mean, he hence the Nouveau in the Nouveau Griche. Yes. Um, but of course there's, there's, there's nods to other forms. There are, oh, there's flying oh, buttresses. Oh, you, I mean, there's a tip of the hat to the flying buttress. There's a tip of the hat to the arched door path. Um, there's a tip of the hat to the thatched roof that you can see in some of, in some of the Nouveau Grecian, uh, masterpieces. Yeah, so if if you get a chance to go to the Collins Institute, I highly recommend it. You can tour the grounds for a small donation. You did, I'm quite certain that you called it just now called it the Collins Institute. I'm if I did, it was a slip of the tongue because you had introduced that idea to me earlier. Of course, it's the Connell Institute in Larchmont. Mm. You can tour the grounds. Um, you you can. 
buy a sandwich on the grounds, but I would recommend packing your own because – on yeah, no we'll offense, they're they're a little overpriced. They are overpriced, but they're quite good. Um, it's a it's just a ham. It's it's interesting. I mean, they're they're uh, you you had mentioned uh, our friends over the pond, um, a lovely couple, uh, Cyril and Nancy Dunbar, uh, run the cafe, um, and they just make these very good little finger sandwiches, uh, wheat bread, buttered wheat bread with uh, ham and cucumber. They're delicious. They are a bit overpriced, but they're very good. Very and good. the co- the Coca-Cola is very cold, which uh, I do love a cold Coca-Cola. Now, it is worth mentioning you can get those sandwiches with or without Rocket. Mm-hmm. You can get Rocket on them. Mm-hmm. Or watercress. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, I do recommend, though, that they have some delicious desserts. They have lemon squares. They have madeleines. Yes. Uh, and they have financiers. Now, it's curious to me that you're so familiar with the sandwich shop on the grounds of the Connell Institute. Uh, and, of course, you know Nancy and Cyril very well. But you were surprised that I – it seemed like when I first brought up the Connell Institute, you had never heard of it or of my time there. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, but I just know about the gift shop because when I was in my early 20s um, and I spent uh, a summer at the Livingston Playhouse, I was uh, assistant stage managing, I was going to uh, the cafe. And I wasn't realizing until now that you mention it that that was the same cafe. Ah, yes. uh, and uh, they have a deli- wonderful little gift shop there. You can buy. They have uh, Aztec jewelry, you know, replicate, replicant, replicated Aztec jewelries, and um, some very nice uh, posters and uh, uh, ties. You could get a, a necktie that has uh, some of Stavlos Rishlos's uh, works on it. They also have bolo ties. You know, if 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 you are have more of a southwestern flair, they have a wonderful selection of bolo ties, uh, with or without turquoise mm-hmm. in in inlays. Mm. So well, again, I, 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 this this well, this is turning into a commercial for the gift shop and sandwich shop at the Connell Institute in Larchmont, New York. And I certainly did not intend it mm-hmm. for it to be that. No, but if, but if you're going to do an ad for a gift shop, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say this was a bad one because it is a very good gift shop. And I should have, I should have mentioned as well, they have a very nice selection of uh, coffee table books and postcards. And um, it's a very nice place to spend an afternoon. And, and now I'm realizing I have been there. I have been there. Oh, when were you there? I was there in uh, two nineteen. It, it was it was definitely. Uh, I'd have to I'd have to uh, refer to my book and just my ledger to see when I was there exactly. But I was definitely there, mm. and I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed the Nouveau Griche architecture i wasn't able to get into the stacks right uh to look at any of their archival materials yes. but uh, well this member, I know membership, be, is membership is required membership is required and uh you know that that's not easily acquired mm-hmm. but um talk to me when we when we finish recording today's episode talk to me about uh, possibly okay uh yeah, speaking to the director and, and, okay. and seeing what we can do. It's not cheap. It's, it's definitely uh-huh. not cheap. And there's monthly, you know, you have to pay a certain amount every month just for the food. You know, the and is the director, is that still Simon Raverton? Yes. Okay. 
Simon Riverton, uh, who is now entering his sixth decade as director. Uh, and we're having a large dinner for him. Oh. Should, uh, next month, I that's, believe that's it is. That's fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. Well, uh, I myself uh, have a large dinner uh, of things to think about. Food for thought. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, from uh, today's... Uh, uh, rather, well, it was kind of a smorgasbord, wasn't it? Well, it was. It was a. It was a. Uh, we loaded cafet- up our plates with a, with an assortment of treats. That's right. It was a a buffet. Well, a potluck. It was a potluck. <laughs> yes, it was. A potluck. A potluck podcast. It certainly was. Um, potluck podcast. I don't quite know what uh, the study groups are going to focus on. Uh, the study week. group. The study groups have their hands full. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, I will say this though. I would. I would recommend to the study groups to spend the week reflecting on and sharing with each other their own love of learning. And when they first caught the bug, mm-hmm. um, it might. You know, we we often look outwards in topics, but every now and again, I think it's a worthy exercise to look inward and remind ourselves of why we're here and why we pursue these topics so vigorously. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking inward can be just as valuable as looking outward. Mm-hmm. Inward. Inward ho. Mm. ho. Inward Allen Poe. Inward. <laughs> inward. Inward, outward, onward, upward. Yes. Uh, and yes. uh, uh, onward and upward. <laughs> I, we go, Michael, as we... Uh, uh, say goodbye uh, on yet an, on on yet another uh, you know uh, interesting dialogue. Well, I look forward to speaking with you again. Me too. Hello. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. Please help us get the word out about the show by writing us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you'd like to write to us a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.